listening to the world famous Wire Roof Radio with cast number 691 for Friday, July 21. Friday, 20, July 20. 21st. Friday. This is for Friday, July 21st. Just so I'm sure everybody's clear, this is for Friday. This isn't for Thursday. This isn't for Wednesday. This one is for Friday, July 21st, 2023. Listener supported. Everybody, it's Stevie in Arizona with a brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio. Good pal Todd Pearson is joining us as usual. Todd, say hi. Hey, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, of course. And uh, we've got Gabe from MotoringFile.com, the world-famous Gabe Bridger. Hi. How are you? Good. We don't have chat. He's roller skating or something. I don't remember what he was doing. I don't remember. But we don't get chat tonight, which is totally fine because all we have tonight is just nothing but like new mini stuff. Well, you not tonight. Yeah. It's actually today because it's Friday. It's it's As today. We've already, and we've already covered that. We're laser focused, TV. We're laser focused on <laughs> one thing. One thing. It's our first look at the new mini. The new. Oh, I mini thought it was that... the one millionth F fifty six being delivered in Canada. <laughs> uh, did that did, did that happen? So yeah, I mean, there's that. Or I thought it was how BMW and Mini recycles entire cars. That's, that that actually, we're not laser focused on that. About. Yeah, we'll talk what about this. What about this really creepy <laughs> AI thing? <sighs> we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, we should talk about that too. I don't want to talk about that because that's I, creepy. No, me I want to. I want to talk about that. So, but first off, um, I do want to talk about the recycling because I, I I went all the way to Munich to see that and it was actually absurd and crazy and awesome, and I got to blow up a bunch of airbags. But <laughs> what we have in front of us is the first official look at the next generation mini and it's not just one mini it's you know we're, we're looking at basically what will be with alteration of course the interior of all of the new minis um so it's a big deal if you're a mini fan this is like the first actual look at what's coming and the first look we'll have at a thing we're, we're gonna see this forever so it's always cool when you kind of take the wraps off of something completely new and i think more importantly like we talk about the next generation electric mini cooper and next generation countryman next generation um ice mini cooper internal combustion engine mm -hmm. and a lot of the outside is fairly uh, you know sort of evolutionary the inside though is where the revolution happens and so the fact we're getting a look at that first is pretty cool um so without delay you guys just like that can see the photos right yeah. Yes. Yes. Just like that. I just want to. I just want to know what, the, of us. what. What does that dash feel like? What? So, <laughs> and I just, that's so, my question so too. Preface this also. I've actually, I've actually sat in this car. Well, in duh. fact, the article that you can go to Modern File right now and read is was written inside of this car, nice. um, as a as a nice little touch. Um, what we have in front of us is a incredibly simplified, radically, I would say, minimal mini interior that in many ways is a direct correlation with the 1959 mini much much more so than we've seen in any of the previous generation new minis um Agreed. centered on this entire thing giant i think 20 i don't know how big that i can't remember the the actual diameter but a oled display uh the first circular oled display in any car i cannot 
legally talk about the digital experience yet. Okay. Come back next Thursday, and you're going to hear all about it ad nauseum. Okay. Um, Can you talk but, about the size of those external rearview mirrors? Uh, I can tell you that they're different. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're actually okay. smaller than the current gen. Uh, they're not as tall. Oh, okay. They're like bulbous. Yeah, they're yeah, a okay. flatter. <clears throat> Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the I like the animation that's going from one to the other. This is actually super dope. This is kind of like where all like all the new electric cars are going anyway. And I'm really happy to see that Mini's actually embracing this hardcore, because this is the car of the future. This mm -hmm. is a space car. That's yeah. what the interior looks like. It's like it's, it's like a, the inside of an Ionic Five or Ionic Six. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's like the inside of that super well, just it just. Really the, clean and cool. Uh, this is the most minimal. Six though, two screens, very different. And I think yeah. that, that car is really fascinating. This is a really simple. There's no cluster anymore. This is no. minimal. So you want this a speedometer? Yeah, very minimal. Exist. I love this. Yeah, I love this. This is literally. It's like there's a car of tomorrow today. It's streamlined, yeah. and I think the people who uh, and it, it's funny because I see car, these cars being delivered, um, you know, all the time at the dealer because I'm I'm working in the showroom and whatnot and. I hear this from customers. Usually, I hate to say it, it's older people that are overwhelmed by like the current generation of Mini. How much, uh, how much stuff is there? So you've got mm -hmm. the display above the steering wheel, the old tachometer, which now has you know all your information in it. You've got the center screen. You may or may not have a head-up display, and then you've got all of the buttons and everything everywhere. And I think for a lot of people, it's overwhelming. So what I see in this new design is a much more streamlined, basic, like, you're going to do what you want to do. Now, the confusing part here for a lot of people is going to be, how do I control the, the heat and the air? Because right. it's not... Those are going to be in the screen, right? It's not readily uh, uh, evident just by taking a glance. <laughs> How's that? Right. So I can tell you. Um, oh, but I think I'd break embargo if I talked yeah, about you. You probably can't, okay. which is totally fine. Well, we can talk about what we well, see here. You don't I, really I will, see. No, but <laughs> I will say this. Actually, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I, I'll say this uh, because it's a really good question, and I can I can unlock this a little bit um, in terms of the experience. So if you look at the the screen, and you may want to look, Todd, at some of the images down below. Yeah. Um, which. No, they're not there yet, but um, there is – so number one, the screen is incredibly crisp and incredibly responsive, which is, I think, obviously fantastic. Uh, but one of the things that I think is, is particularly really, really great is is the – how do I put this? If you look at the screen – I'm trying not to, not to say anything I can't <laughs> – and imagine um, – how you can change functions yeah. without having to click and go to another screen. Yeah. <clears throat> you know so, what I mean? I mean, I've got this zoomed in, so it's really pixelated and I can barely actually see it, but I see how there's a control for the driver and a control for the passenger side. Mm -hmm. And it looks like really just like a touch target and you just reach over and just like adjust it to the red to make it warmer and to the blue to make it cooler. It seems pretty, it seems pretty cool to me. Easy access. I mean, it's just like, mm -hmm. I mean, my mom would see that and probably still not know what the hell to do because mom's really old, but you know what I'm saying? Most you, people my age would get it. You could, you could absolutely imagine that being the case. Another thing that's really cool about modern interaction design 
is often there's micro interactions. And I say that if you, <clears throat> and I think that the, a lot of digital, a lot of screens, a lot of experiences that have the um, heating and cooling kind of behind a menu suck because you have to click it, you open a screen. And in yeah. that screen, there's menus and you have to figure out what the hell you're doing. Right. But what if you didn't have to open a screen and instead you're able to click on it and just very quickly change functionality and turn on heated seats without having to like take over the entire screen. Right. I think, right. I think there's a, there's a, there's a thing here. Like there's a next generation of experiences that take the digital concept, which we all hate and I think make it palatable. Well, so and I think it's what, what they're doing. Go ahead, Tom. Sorry. I was going to say, I think what uh, for me, for uh, being an iPhone user, it is what happened when they got rid of the home button. Okay. Mm. And, you know, initially you're like, wait a minute, how do I, how do I navigate now? Like, what do I, mm-hmm. and you go, you kind of rethink and say, it really is more seamless than it used to be when you had the right. old button there. And so I'm just trying to use an analogy here and say, I yeah, think it's a good one. I think what we've got here is like an evolution towards this is going to make it a lot more simplistic um, and usable, if you will. Well, I think yeah, you're what, right to say it's it, it mirrors what we we're expecting on the iPhone. If you look at how the interaction works mm-hmm. uh, and just imagine. So if you look at that, like dock, for instance, in the bottom. Yeah. And you see the four dots. Well, that's probably the app page. Yeah. Where you can see all the apps, right? <laughs> yeah. And you can imagine where like if I don't want, I don't know, music down there, maybe I want to have Spotify there instead. I can drag that app into that spot for instance yeah but like for the like for the controls for basic things that we're used to having actual controls for what it looks like they're doing is finally getting around to mimicking a physical button but in a digital form so instead of having to drill down through 14 different menus to find the controls for the seats or for the air conditioning where normally it would just be right there on the dash or for the heated seats there'd just be a button down next to your seat they're just replicating that they're just doing it on a screen and Mm -hmm. i'm assuming as opposed to and without hiding it behind a zillion different menus i know yeah and we should probably stop talking about the digital stuff so much so we don't get gabe in trouble um exactly (laughs) but i'm really grating my teeth right now because yeah i can i can understand that and and we all want to know those things because that's how we interact with the car you know we, we make it do things and i'm a big fan of um a voice command uh, in my house yeah. and I'm not going to say it right now because like six devices will answer oh. but when I say hey Sally you know do this or whatever <laughs> you know or hey Dingus do this because everything in my house from my thermostat to my lights to my television mm-hmm. all of those things are voice controlled and my wife and I use it all the time to do literally everything like mm-hmm. you know hey turn this light on and it instantly comes on it is not you know, the clunky uh, uh, idea it was 10 years ago. It's very yeah. useful and it's very functional. And so I can imagine I, that in the mini of using voice commands to do a lot well, of this. And, yeah, and, and that's actually, I mean, and, and I think this is a bad analogy because I think the the current generation, even the brand new 7 Series I just had, is the digital experience there is is clunky. Oh, like, I, thought it, that was a, I thought that was a Maybach. I thought that was a Maybach. <laughs> no, no, it's funny. It <laughs> looks a little bit like a Rolls Royce, though. You can start to see the Rolls Royce, and not to get off it topic. Does look, it looks yeah, like but, a Rolls or a Maybach on the back. But what's interesting, though, is that 
you know, there that has that same thing, Todd. I mean, so you can yeah. like, you know, do a lot of various things with with uh, with voice control. The problem I had with that car is like I don't know what I can and cannot do. I also don't know what they call it. Like, are they sun shades or are they sun blinds? Right. You know, do I say it's it's little things like that. And yeah, there's a learning curve, and once you get there, you'll figure it out. And I and I did over some time, but I think I think you know what what we see with especially with Gen AI as well is that it starts to understand. It literally learns from you, and you know it starts to sort of create a larger kind of repository of commands, if you will, and understands, you know, connectivity between this means that that means this, et cetera. I don't know if that's part of this many actually. Yeah. I actually legit don't know that, but I can imagine a day when that will be part of it for sure. And if that seven series, which is a gen behind this many, by the way, yeah, if that's sort of serves as a, you know, kind of like a entree into what this is, like I can imagine how this will be, even better. Okay, so back and to my... I know this is a battle. I know this is a battle that we already lost, but I mean, I'm just going to forever miss having toggles for the windows on the center. I agree. Yeah, you get used to it, and, and you get used to it. I know. I mean, I haven't had a car with you it. Had since. F, you had an F car, so you know. I had an F car. No, there's well, let, let's. Fine. I'm curious here what you guys think about the the center console or the, the the buttons. Just to start with the buttons in, themselves. I mean. I'm, um, I'm right fine. below the screen. I'm fine because um, I think right now that the that the car is a little busy. Um, the current yeah. generation, even in my countrymen, it's a little busy with a lot going on and a lot of different places to do stuff. And I do like that everything is a little more centralized there, right below the screen, mm-hmm. a little more accessible. I just want to mm-hmm. know where where's my phone gonna mount to? <laughs> Although oh, I well, see I see down there in the little tray because it's probably yeah. wireless and charging, that's, and that's probably QI that's, charging down there. Yep, yeah, it's wireless charging. So yeah, that's actually <clears throat> that's a good segue, Todd, into something that um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the past for a second. Okay, if you look at that that image in uh, on Modern File, right below all those toggles, we'll talk about the toggles in a second, you'll notice the charging area where you can lay your phone. There's two USB-C ports. Mm-hmm. You also notice a cup holder there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that is actually part of a system oh. that can be taken out. Oh, don't tell me the rail place. is back. The rail is back. The rail, the is, rail back. is back. <laughs> and we have a show title. So what's what's interesting about this is, yes, the rail is back, but it's much smarter than it was before. So, for for instance, you don't have to have anything. I'm not going to be able to get sushi from the back seat. You don't have to have anything. That's a deep cut, by the way. Yeah. Um, You don't have to have anything (laughs) in the rail for it to be usable. It's just a it's a big container Um, and it comes with a cup holder. And and if you don't have anything else, it's great. It's just like a space to put stuff. Um, But it also doesn't look weird it doesn't extend to the back seat it's just a simple area where you can if you want a larger cup holder for instance if you want a third one you can add that in uh if you want storage compartments you can add that in as well so you know theoretically it's it the promise of the rail made a lot of sense it was very cool you know in my mind it was let down by the accessories yeah like, there's just nothing really useful yeah there was nothing useful terribly useful about it yeah but it, conceptually like if 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 I if I like you know drink from a Nalgene bottle every day, and like literally that's what I drink every day, and like oh I can just buy a Nalgene bottle holder from Mini and pop it in there. Yeah, yeah that's great. I'll do that. That's fantastic. What a what a nice 
ad for me and many makes, you know, 50 bucks or something. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely pack, but what is really interesting about it is like, so what's not there. So the shifter's not there, right? There's no shifter anymore in the center. There's no armrest in the center either. The armrest is actually sprouting out of the right side of the driver's seat. Okay. It's small, but it is useful. Like I, again, I've sat in this car um, and I'll get to the seats in a second. Uh, but it 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 works. It's actually but kind is of it, perfect. So is there another option for uh, an armrest for the passenger seat then? Not that I am aware of. They didn't have that <laughs> because, at the uh, in, in any of the vehicles I saw. Yeah. Um, it is just the driver's seat. Why would the passenger seat need to rest? A passenger, they they they're resting as it is. What the hell? Are I know they doing? my I know my countrymen, and it's a completely different animal when you get to that you know stage. Is that the the armrest in the center that you lean on, which is like the whole console there in the middle. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. is large enough and wide enough for both the driver and the passenger to use at the same time. I mean, you can both kind of rest your elbow. On yeah, something. yeah. But no, I did. I I yeah. did. I mean, I did. Well, no, never mind. I can't yeah. say anything else. Don't even say anything else. Um, let's, this let's just seems like this. minimal, and I'm not used to it. Like in the in our hardtop, it's much a thinner um, mm-hmm. armrest in the center that you really don't share with the passenger. The, the, this one you won't share with like, yeah, an insect. Like it's <laughs> it's small. Like I I guarantee you, the people will complain. The people will complain about it. Um, the people who complain, I don't want them as friends. <laughs> Because I think that's just stupid. <laughs> You're lazy. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's great. Like, listen, it's a smaller, lighter, simpler thing, and it replaces a bigger, heavier, chunkier object, which, you know, in a lot of ways wasn't needed. Uh, and I can only say this because I've sat in it and I've I've used it. It's it's fine. It works just fine. Good. Um, the seats, however, I got to say, and I question many on this, point blank, do not have any thigh bolster at all, which. I'll say this ad nauseum. I'm six two. Like I use that thigh bolster every time I'm in a mini. If it has it, I'm with you. It but everybody else I know, awesome. Gabe, it closes them up, and I don't let it bugs me. Yeah. Well, so they did the no, research. No, they did the research. I, I use them in all my cars. We're in the we're I'm in the an, minority. Outlier. We're, we're all outliers, yep, I guess, because yep. they looked at this and said, and 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 this was a relentless thing that many did, which I, I applaud them for in a way. They looked at this and said, how can we simplify this car? And it's not just about cost. It's about experience. It's about lightweight. Um, it's you know, it's about all the things that the original Mini was, and so they worked. <clears throat> I don't know this, but I'm sure they worked with their seating supplier, which I I would just assume is Recaro, um, which you know has a parent company that also does seats, but you know, I, one of those companies, and they just said this is our this is what we want to do. We want to think about how, how could we replace this thigh bolster with a seat that just works for everybody. And so I, I saw that and I was, you know, I questioned it and I sat down on the seat and, you know, sure as whatever. Yeah, it, it does feel better. Like it doesn't feel as good for me at 6'2 with the thigh bolster all the way out, but it feels way better than any mini seat without them I've ever felt. It's interesting. Uh, and it's very passable. It's interesting because I've watched people come into the mini dealer before shopping for cars and I've seen this on multiple occasions where they're like, all right, I just want to sit in it. And they'll take one seat, you know, and they're, you know, grab the steering wheel and kind of try and adjust the seat or whatever. And they're like, nope, I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. Thanks. And they walk out of the dealership. That is it. Wow. And, and I get that because if it's not comfortable for you, 
why in the world would you spend thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars for a car if you, no, yeah, if, totally. if it's not comfortable? And so they're mm-hmm. trying to make it as mass appealing as possible. And I guess from what you said, Gabe, they've kind of hopefully hit the sweet spot. It, in in my limited time with it, it it, it definitely felt like <clears throat> that was the case. And also, I'll say this: as you as you scroll further down on on, on the Motorfire article, you'll see the seat itself, and you'll see the armrest. By the way, you know the bolstering is still. It's not like it's not aggressive. Like it, you know, it's it still feels like a sports seat. Um, the design of the seat feels a little bit closer in shape to the JCW, but it still has a movable headrest. And I think this is really crucial. In the car that I was in, you know, it it was the material quality was completely different. So there's no more leather in minis. And this is another topic I wanted to touch on, which I think a lot of people and I mean, you know, it's amazing who who like it is amazing who will die on what hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So there's so many people here like, well, minis going vegan and they immediately take that as like an absolute assault on their Mini, Minis going woke. Minis, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Listen, I mean, I, you know, love a rare steak. You know, like personally, I love. Like, I mean, I, I will drink that blood. Yep. Sorry, yep. sounds gross. I will. Um, but but if you were to tell me that you could put a product that's better than leather, that lasts longer, that feels as good, doesn't get as hot in the sun, and is environmentally friendlier. Why would I not want that? Yeah, I'm all for it. Well, because then then you'd be woke. Well, yeah. Or walk. I don't know. And you wouldn't be able it. to go to. You couldn't go to Florida. But, but <sighs> I think sorry, to me, that was really bad. Know, Probably cut that out. Yeah, you should cut that out. <laughs> but to me, like I, I, you know, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to like turn this into a, you know, something bigger than it is. If it's a better product, then why would I not want that? Right. And you know what I felt in the, in the new, and I was on leatherette or I, there's, there's a new name. And for the life of me, I can't remember it, unfortunately, but, um, same, <clears throat> same product, essentially it's a new generation. What I felt was in what I felt in my hands was better than the standard leather, quote unquote leather that many uses. And I don't know if a lot of people know, and, and you, you know, everybody in this podcast knows, but you know, the leather on this, the standard leather on, on minis and like any car, it, it's leather at the at the veneer level. It's very very thin, and so right. yeah, it's leather. But like you're not getting like real real leather. Like the lounge seats in minis are like that's actual leather through and through. Right. Um. It's beautiful. Uh, it doesn't have a fake grain on it. Like it's really well done. But that's expensive. Any other leather, like it's barely leather, and you're getting the worst part of leather. The, the surface, it's just hot, you know, it's sticky um, versus leatherette, which I've been saying in this podcast forever, that leatherette's going to be floating on, on in space when the earth is gone. Yeah. It's never going to degrade. <laughs> like it lasts forever. Um, but this new generation feels better. feels, feels like leather and the steering wheel. In fact, I question the folks at many, I'm like, there's no way this is not leather. It feels like the best, the finest BMW Napa leather I've ever felt. Right. And uh, no, it was just a different grade. Of the of the new leatherette feels amazing, and, is and it, so is that it, sold me on the spot. Is it heated? Are they going to retain that? Do you know? Can you say? Um, can you say? So I can say because it was in the interior. It has nothing to do to the digital experience. So okay. I think I can okay. say that um, it was heated, and the and the seats are also optionally electric across the entire range as well. Okay, 
Yeah. And until you get to most likely, you know, the future when they come out with the JCW, because that's the choice I made with the countrymen was no power seats because the JCW right. didn't offer it with the JCW seats. But see, I'd rather have the JCW seats because I like the Alicantara better. They're the most mm-hmm. comfortable mini seats I've ever had. I totally, totally agree. So, yeah, I get that. And, you know, we'll have to wait uh, a while to see. You know, a new JCW interior. In fact, we'll probably not, the, not that in, long into this year, right? We'll, we should not see that, that long. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Actually, the the JCW will be uh, will start production next July. In fact, there was a article in Motorfile just this morning about it. Um, the well, there's two. So let me back up. There's two JCWs. So there's the electric JCW for the JO1, which shockingly i actually spotted and took the first photos of in munich while i was with bmw yeah funny you were story. just randomly you're driving down the highway on funny the way to story. the hotel right <laughs> I, funny story i'm in a i'm in a i'm in a bus where was i i was coming from I was coming from lunch i think with and this is why you need to follow motoring file on the internet it was yes it was on instagram first uh it was with i was with folks i mean literally had folks you know executives etc right next to me and, and i and i looked at that and i said oh there's there's a there's a there's an electric mini right now there's a j01 and they were like no i don't think that's a j01 i'm like huh it looks kind of it looks like what's up with the wing in the back and i took my phone out and just snapped some photos from a bus yeah and they're like no i don't know and then one guy's like oh i think that is <laughs> and i I posted it uh, as a story, I think, initially, and I had a couple of people say, oh, I think that might be a JCW. And I looked at it closer. I'm like, I think it is, too. And uh, I, had a, I had a source, not many um, internal, but elsewhere, who uh, was a little, has some insider knowledge. And yeah, and that, that individual did um, clarify that that was, that was a JCW. So it's, fun. it's funny. So that's the J01. That's the electric. So that's going to come probably in about a year. The F-66, and this is where, sorry, I don't mean to make people's eyes cross. The F-66 is the evolution of the F-56. It is a refreshed F-56 that will sell alongside the new J-01 electric Mini Cooper. So there's going to be two Mini Coopers, one that's electric, one that's ICE, internal combustion engine. The F-56, I'm sorry, wow. The F-66, uh, the ICE, Mini is going to alter the exterior so it looks like the J-01, uh-huh. and it's going to radically redo the interior so it looks like the J-01. Yeah. I say all that to give you context. Um, there's going to be a lot of carryover, and one of the things that I have not written about yet, but I'm hypothesizing is they're going to probably carry over seats in the F-66 because it's just... It's just why not economy of scale in that when you it, get to that yeah, point. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm guessing we're going to see seats carry over. I'm guessing we're going to see uh steering wheel. That's a tough one because it's probably interchangeable. But the bigger pieces like this, the seats, I think, might stick around. Okay. Um, okay. Might. We'll see. All right. Well, I'm looking at one thing here and I can see visually is the 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 door handle opening from the inside. Yeah. Seems to be in a odd place uh, no like, no no it's not for at least it's for ex- from from what we're used to in minis in in minis since the begin since 2002 i've had a very high on the door oh, yeah that's true place that's to true. open right and this is yep. very low on the door now so it is lower it's not i wouldn't say very it's lower but 
so again, like I, I, I had that same question when I saw it and I, I just, you know, looking at it and thinking like, okay, so there's a spot for you and you can see there's that crevice where you put your hand right. to pull the door closed mm-hmm. and to potentially push it forward. The, the way the door handle is positioned, you can, you actually, it's kind of nice because you can grab it and, and push the door out with your elbow mm-hmm. really easily. Or if you want, you can, with your right hand, open it and with your left hand kind of push it out. So it, it, it works either way, but that's actually a really nice part of the design. It's, it feels like metal. Um, the lock unlock is right there integrated. But it's also the first time that many, like since 2002, even now to the F56 and the other F60, you know, the, the F generation has mm-hmm. got a traditional, like this half moon shape, you know, half a yeah, circle, you're right. the, uh, a cup that you pull on. And this is the first evolution beyond that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a couple, there's a couple things like that where, and you get a sense where many is like, why are we holding on to this thing? Yeah, like this, it was just a. I mean, it was cool when it came out, but right. like, you know, it has nothing to do with the 1959 Mini. And 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 that's the thing the designers kept on saying when we looked at this interior and only the interior. Um, <laughs> they kept on talking about the 1959 Mini. And and you'll right. see in, in the Modern File article, there's this really cool video that, that, that goes from the 1959 to the 2024, the new one. And you'll see the very obvious kind of, you know, evolution, uh, you know, really like it's it's – it's all the same components in a lot of ways, except for the speakers, um, just evolved, you know, and, and, and you get a sense like, oh, okay, so the whole concept of what Frank Stephenson was after with the R50, for instance, was what if Mini had evolved this whole time? And what would it be like in, you know, when he designed it in 1999 and it originally came out in 0102 in the US? In a lot of ways, like this is even more focused on that concept. It, to me, it's even closer to that 1959 Mini. I mean, look at the the, the center console, or I should say, the center of the well, the center of the car, the center of the dash, the speedo, and those those switches. The switches themselves are almost a perfect match. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so I want to go back to my original question when we first started this. What does the dash feel like? It looks like okay. a giant light bright. Is what it looks like. It. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it does, doesn't it? You want to hear what's you want to hear something funny? Where's that light coming from? Uh, it's not projected on there, is it? Is it? Proje- you get, is it proje- anybody, projected? Anybody from the, care to guess? Projected from the center con the center up on the ceiling. Close. Yeah. So the rail. No. <laughs> so what? So what it is? And I was shocked by this. Um, and I think I can. I can talk about this because I it was inside the car, and I'm not gonna, not talking about the digital experience. There's a module behind the screen, okay. and that module has two little projectors mm-hmm. that project patterns on the fabric. So yeah, that's not. Mm. There's nothing electrified in the dash. Then correct. Like, there's no lights behind the dash. Right. Yeah. Right. And so what's interesting though is that you know theoretically you have an infinite number of shapes and colors, et cetera, that you could add. Um, I can't talk about anything else it, it's, around that yeah. until next week. But I mean, it's cool, but I'd be like, turn that shit off now. <laughs> you, you, and you, I'm sure you, I don't know this, but I'm sure you can. 
Um, you could imagine a lot of variability with that. I can, and I, I'll say this: I had the lighted dash in my my previous car, uh, in my nineteen JCW, and it just became a source of uh, annoyance at night because it wasn't dimmable, it was too bright, it was distracting in the car at night, especially. So it'd be like, ugh, okay, I it was my one. You know, I loved it in the beginning when it was fresh and new, but it's like it became annoying after a while. It's like, all right, that's that was cool for a, for five minutes. Um, so, I think the clubman, the way the clubman does it, is is great. It's which much is, better. It has yes, the illumination is. on the doors. I, yep. I I think that, but I, I have it in my my countryman right now, and in fact, it reminds me that it's untamed every night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not well, like the right. giant Union Jack that I had in my nineteen hardtop. Yeah, that's that probably a little different. Was just but it, it is. It, I, I I hear you. Like I don't. I personally don't mind it, but I could imagine how it would be. Really, really annoying after a while. Well, and also gone is the uh, is the excitement ring, um, and you can't yep. probably can't say that if it's you know built into the new digital experience or not, which is fine. But we don't see that light ring around the the center display like we used I, to. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I will say that I think you're going to find plenty of excitement. Okay, <laughs> throughout the throughout the digital experience itself. Yeah. Um, I, but you're right. And in a lot of ways, like what Mini's done here is like, okay, listen, I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to, like, we're, we're trying to get away from gimmicks. Right. You know, we, we want to try to create something that is just, you know, ultimately it's just simpler and more modern. Now, all that said, I am, I'm going to give you two critiques of this interior in my time sitting in it and experiencing it. I think the first, and this is variable, as you can imagine, the dash. Um, patterns can be can be you know different options you know different colors like there's a lot of different ways to change it. Um, I think it's a little funky, like in a bad way. Like so, houndstooth, super cool. Yeah, but like how it degrades into like a speckled thing is it's just kind of busy. For me, like it's like okay, I see I see what you did. Like I get it. I just it, I'd rather have you just give me houndstooth. You yeah. know, just full on. Like that's cool. That's cooler than this. Right. Um, the other thing. Well, actually, I'm gonna let me ask you this: What do you think that black thing is? That little that um, looks like a little belt right there that kind of goes. Yeah. The... So, so there's a horizontal line which are vents, which is a really smart design. Uh-huh. I like an awesome design in 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 real yeah, life. Because you don't see any vents at all here. Right. Yeah. There's another hidden vent as well, uh, just to the right of the steering wheel, which is also super cool. But yeah, to but back to what you're saying, Todd. That that yeah, that that black thing. What what do you think that is? Uh, I have no clue. Biometrics. No. <laughs> so it's a thumbprint. I'll tell you what it looks like in person. It looks like a strap. It yeah. looks like yeah, oh, okay. Like so there's little... like a like a you know elastic strap, and like if you want like I don't know to hold a pen in there, like just hold stuff in there. Right. You can do that. Or a parking, you know how, like, a, parking mini, pa- a parking ticket, maybe you know, yeah, like a, par- a parking, parking pass. ticket just got. You know how many? Like, uh, we've talked about this in Motorfile. Like they're really, really focusing on the form of the car. I'm sorry, the function of the car driving the form. Mm-hmm. So the the function of the exterior should drive the design of it. Meaning, there's no like fake scoops anymore. There's like no like, you know, like everything is there for a reason. Right. Except for that black thing. 
That black thing is. You know, it looks like a it looks like a seatbelt strap is what it looks like when you zoom yeah, in. Well, and and I'll tell you what it is. It is absolutely nothing. Well, it is a design it's element. De- it's decoration. <laughs> it is decoration. So it's not like a little elastic thing or anything. It's just built in. It is. It is. It is. So you could you could but tuck like sewn, a little. Nope. It's like sewn down and it's, oh, it's so you can't go into a parking garage and then take like your parking pass and tuck it under there. Nope. Okay. You, I that's immediately what I wanted to do. I yeah, I know. So, so the, the little <laughs> slot where it goes into it's just nothing more than somewhere to collect dust or for bugs to it's, fly into. Uh, it, it smell it is, aftermarket. There's actually no slot. It's stitched. It's it's a it's a tight stitch. Like you can't do anything. It's like it's like part of the part of the mm-hmm. fabric. Coming right. soon to motoringbadges.com. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, like, you know, get get your get your regalia out. Like, yeah. There's something there. So I'm going to get a sewing machine and start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's there's interesting. Now, there. it also, Gabe, it looks like, I can't tell here, it looks like there's kind of vents in the, um, in the A-pillar there on the inside that might be defrost heading yes. to the windows. Is that what that is? Yeah, there, there is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple Gabe, things on this. It looks like we're back to the two-spoke steering wheel. Yeah. Yes. Sort of. Yes. Sort That's of, in the article. It is a two-spoke steering wheel. But what's the thing at the bottom? Is it just like a, is it another strap to carry? It's it another the strap. strap. It looks like a scrunchie. Design. It looks like a scrunchie. It is. It is another strap. And uh, you know, if you take an Exacto and, and get rid of it, I'm sure you've decreased the value of your car. But maybe you'll sleep better at night. I I'm don't gonna. Know. Yeah. Everything's gonna catch. I'm gonna catch my fingers on that in like a high speed maneuver. You know, that's yeah. what I think is it, gonna happen. Doing a reverse well, it is, or something. It, it is. It's very taut. Trader Joe's. Okay. It is very taut. Okay. So it's. Well, it's, it's not very like it's hot elastic. When it's new. Okay. I can't imagine that staying that way after a couple of hot cold cycles and just being yeah, in a yeah, I guess I we'll don't see. imagine I don't, I don't imagine that lasting very long. Well we'll see. I mean I, I I would I would think the way it's constructed in the way it felt to me that it was I mean it's it's thick, it's not thin, it's 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 pretty robust, but yeah. you know. Uh, we'll see. Okay. I mean time will tell. Interesting. Um, but one thing that I do wanna I'm curious to to hear your thoughts on this. So if you if you go down the page and and uh, there's the, the the photo that has the the rail and where you put your phone yep. and it has the toggles it has all the various controls the only physical switches in the car yeah yeah uh, I'm very curious to hear what you guys think of that again that was well, picked up I, from the original mini in a lot of ways on the on the far right it looks like a cigarette lighter and that's and then, that's the volume on off switch for the for the speakers. Yeah, and then then there's a button that says experiences which I'm automatically thinking <laughs> that should have been digital. I don't know why there's an actual physical button for something called experiences. And then I don't know what's next to that or what's next to that or what's next to that. And then all the other buttons they look I like the I like defrost the, and the flashers and that kind of thing. I think the start button is cool because it looks like a key now. And I'm yeah. sure you, which one's the start you, button? You twi- is that it's the, the center. First, it's the center one. one. And you twist yeah. it oh. like a key. This picture's not very clear for me. Or sorry. is it a toggle back and forth, Gabe? Do you know? No, it's it's a key. So it's a key. It's, so. it, it, it's not a real key, but it, it mimics a key. It's cool. Right. Um, and I, I, it's funny because I actually like the current gen where you know you got that big toggle and it glows. I think it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a little cooler because it it is like a little bit more of a straight like harken back to the to the old school well, you know it's just such classic a, mini. It just pisses me off. I get into so many kinds of different cars. Mm-hmm. You know, if you travel much and you rent cars a lot, and you 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 know you get into other people's cars and you're moving stuff around, 
every freaking car has the start button in a different place. Our entire lives, we grew up. It was on the steering column. You know, yes, you know, you put the true. key in, you start it. Now they're everywhere. It's on the dash. Yeah. It's in the console. It's halfway up the console. It's you know on the yeah. behind the steering wheel. There's so many, and and BMW is the worst. They keep freaking moving it. Um, I rented you should a- drive in a Porsche in your garage <laughs> and constantly jabbing the to the right of the steering wheel with a key. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with you though. Like it, it's it's weird. So BMW's moved everything to the center console, and and I agree. Like just make up your mind. Um, yeah. It, at least Mini's consistent here, so it's the same spot. It's just a right. different motion. Right. Um, but to the left of that, so let's go. Le- actually, let's go all the way left to right. It's the gear shift. So the isn't far it? on the far left side is the parking brake. Uh, so a, bu- a press button is it like a yeah, press turn? button parking brake. Okay. Say goodbye to e brake turns, which that sucks. Um, for a while. I haven't had so. that for a while. Yep. I mean, it, it's you know whatever. Um, and then you've got your uh, PN, uh, your your RNPD, your your uh, yeah, your gear lever, if you will. Um, that, that I that think actually sil- is that the big silver thing. Yeah, that l- yeah, second horizontal. To so what do you do? You turn it like it like it's a dial. So you no, turn no, no, it no, up no. to up R, down. or do you so flip it up? You, you you push it up to go to R. You push it down to go to P. I'm sorry, to D. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. And having had the automatic, I mean, this is an interesting thing about that too. Is half of the time when I when I park the Countryman, like I pull into the garage, I real I I'll have my foot on the brake. I won't even put it in park. You just shut the car off, and it goes to park. It doesn't it doesn't stay in drive mode. And that's the nice thing about the digital, um, you know, because right now it's the same thing. You just got this giant joystick there that is basically meaningless. It's not doing anything but telling the car what gear it is. And so you just shut the car off and it automatically goes to park for you. And it does the same thing if you're in in sport mode and it's over to the left. It's kind of fun when you shut the car off, you watch the gear shift knob go and then kind of go back into place um, when you turn the car off. So there's almost no need to put it into park. You just shut the car off. And it's probably a dangerous yeah. habit to get into, but you know, because what that's, if I mean, that's uh, what I do? What if you Especially don't electric cars? Yeah, why not? I mean, right? You don't have to like you can a lot of workouts there. I, I and, agree. Gabe, and what does the experience knob button thing? What does that actually do? Anything um, you talk about yet? I don't think I can say technically. Although no, wait a second. There's been reviews, and we've written about a motor file. There's been reviews that have talked about the experiences. Um. So there's different experiences that change the driving experience for the car. So it's like the button that used to change from sport to green to normal. I, yes, yeah, okay, yeah, more okay. or less, okay, more or less. That's what because that's the one more... thing I'm missing here in this car is a mode that you can change, and yeah, especially because this is an, an electric car, you probably want like ultra efficient. To where it cranks mm-hmm. the AC down, and I know the the current electric has that, right? Yep. Um, Wait till you see what they have used for. Oh, God, I can't say it. <laughs> Check back next Thursday. Okay. <laughs> Just we'll we'll stop there. Well, you, um, the, the, I, I can tell where you were going to because right now I know when I put it into sport mode, it's funny because um, you get like a picture of my of the mini on a racetrack and it says sport and everything turns red 
and yeah. you see like the 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 rumble strips there and it's cool and the same thing when you go back into normal into green mode everything goes green it's like happy mm. green there's like a goldfish or some shit like that i don't know what it is I, I never put it into green mode so i don't know but i can definitely tell that there's probably an annoying animation or graphic that comes up on the screen when you choose the experience mode and i can't wait to hear what that is no no that's actually not what i was gonna say oh okay um, okay we'll talk about that next week i will tell you that the <clears throat> you know how we were really concerned about spot or what spike yeah yeah um i don't think spike is indicative of the type of sophistication that many has gone for in other parts of the car i'll say that okay um happy to say that um but i will say on <clears throat> on the experience side I think I think it's it's safe to say, and I think it's again it's been said. Experience is result is, is really around more the drive experience. Mm-hmm. So there will be other ways to modify your overall experience in the car. But again, next Thursday, check back and wondering fall. Um, okay, now way one- bigger. Like this is a tease. Yeah, the way one- bigger drop next Thursday, and then a way 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 bigger drop. Um, in a little bit after that. Okay, now, the one thing I can't see in here, Gabe, and I think it's just because the pictures aren't uh, um, uh, high-res enough, it looks like maybe there's a pocket in the door at the bottom there that kind of runs the length of it. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, actually, there is. um, It's hard to tell. Like, the very first picture is the best one where you can kind of see, all right, there is still kind of a little pocket where you can put stuff down in there. Yeah, there's yeah. A, on both sides. Yeah, there is there is a pocket, if I recall. Just I'm, I'm going off of memory right now. Yeah. Um, because the, the the photo is just it's it's difficult to see, but yeah, there there there's a pocket. I just remember thinking like they have everything accounted for. Um, I will say again, as a I gave it away earlier, as somebody who drinks water out of a Nalgene bottle, mm-hmm. uh, I was disappointed. Yeah, because right now the Countryman, for instance, like it'll fit right in that couple. That, fits right that in there. Door. Yeah, and, but the F fifty six, it can't. Um, and I think they've carried on that tradition. I have a pet peeve about my my door cups in my car, like the 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 door kind of trays there. I don't like anything in there because when you open the door, if a wind comes, things fly out and it rattles yeah, and it moves around. Stuff rattles. I'm just yeah. not that's why f- the Nalgene bottle is so great because it fits tight. Yeah, I'm just what is, you. This is like the eighth stuff. time you said. What is it? An Nalgene. algae bottle? Nalgene, dude. <laughs> algae? What? <laughs> Nalgene. I, I, it must I be a win- Midwest thing, Gabe, because I know exactly I, what you're no, talking about. No, it's when you – I. it's enormous <laughs> amounts of water. I, I work out, and I need lots of water. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to hydrate, guys. Like this is. This At is least you don't I'm walk around like some people do with the, like the gallon jug, you know? No, I don't do that. I, I, I hide it. I find those people really frustrating. I know. I don't we do. See them. Yep. It's really annoying. I'm like, I, I'm like – I try to hide my hydration desires. And I'm really learning. I'm not very good at it. So, like, that's why I've been very focused on the uh, the Nalgene situation. Yeah. But I, so a couple a couple other things really quick on this on the center console area. So you may be curious, like, what the heck is that? You know, like that looks like a car going over like a, you know, a something or other uh, on the left hand side. It looks like it's going over a stack of wood. Um, that and it's right below the shifter. That is the button, the shortcut to and i know this 
because it's the same button in BMWs. So I am hypothesizing, to be very frank. But that is likely the button that directly connects or goes to the uh, driver assistance, um, you know, okay. Yeah, functions. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we know that those are uh, at least potentially increasing in the levels of of uh, what should I say control of the car. How's that? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I and so and and we know this. Um, I've reported on Motorfall. I mean. You know they're going to be following the the BMW method of, of doing this, so you know the car is going to have not just um, adaptive cruise, but it's also going to have that uh, the ability to kind of course correct. I think a little bit from what I've heard. Um, I don't know if that's going to be an initial release, but um, you know BMWs right now, you know, there's a couple different systems. The one that a lot of cars have, which I love, is it steers steers for you. So yeah. you're on a highway. Yeah. You just have to keep your hands on the wheel, which we, I don't know where you're, where you're going to put your hands. Um, and you don't even have to do anything. I just drove out to Wyoming and Montana and back. And I got to say, like having a car that drives for you and steers for you and you just have to put your hands on the wheel. It's it. It sounds crazy, but it is a material difference in cognitive load. Yeah. It really does help. Yeah. Um, to the to the right of that is the camera for parking. So it'll give you a quick view of your rear camera, or if you have other cameras in the car that are optional, um, like BMWs, it'll allow you to sort of choose which camera you want to look at. Of course, the center hazards, you got that. Um, and critical, and I appreciate there's still buttons, the max defrost and rear defrost. Now, to be to be critical for a second, the, there are buttons missing. In my view... Heated seats should be buttons. Right. I find it crazy they're not. And I and I recognize that there may be a digital experience that is really simple to use. And I think uh, we'll be surprised by that. But still, I wish there were buttons. And then the other is max air. There's nothing worse than DB. I mean, like the high here was like 75 today. It's like been gorgeous all summer in Chicago. I don't know what you're going through. I can only imagine. But I can only imagine every day you get in your car, your finger goes directly to max air. No, my wife says I don't like it that cold. I actually like the heat. I get cold otherwise. And in the BMW, oh the air it's 115. Direct- yeah, yeah. And the BMW, it's frozen air, blows directly on my hands when I drive that car anyway. So it's it's worthless to me. I want to be oh, shivering I, I when I drive. I want to. I shivering. can't live in an environment when it's more than 83. Yeah. Um, max air, I have all the time. I love it. I don't um, like the sound of air. It also, it hurts my head a little bit. But that's an old guy thing. Don't even worry about me. <laughs> I get it, I and get Gabe. Off, should I get off your lawn too? Yeah, it triggers my um, it triggers my uh, my tinnitus. Ah, like I said, old guy thing. Well, what huh? about is there is still a button for the heated steering wheel, Gabe, or is that going to be like in the? It it, it it was, if memory serves me now, I'm like digging deep. It was it, there was a button on that I, on, the I, co- on the steering column. Yeah, from my memory, and and please, if I'm wrong, don't 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 kill me. Yeah, I don't. That's just what I remember. I'm just guessing at this point. I One mean, of the things that's kind of interesting, if you look closely, um, you'll see again the 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 vents are pretty cool. There's yeah. actually a hidden vent that is controlled um, by the by by two buttons, physical buttons to the left and right of the screen. The hidden vent is just below the screen, which I thought was pretty cool. Interesting. Interesting. And so, is it? Can you still aim it? Is there a way yeah. to like direct it then? So to the to the left is your on off. To the right 
is your ability to turn it up, down, left, right. Ah, gotcha. Interesting. You know what? Yeah. I'm just realizing this. This car is gonna ca- has to come with heads-up display. It doesn't have to. It's optional. Wait, did uh, I say that? I don't think I should say that. You shouldn't <laughs> say that. Yeah. It is optional. Oh, you know that big zero that's in the middle? That's probably the speed. Okay. Yeah, and you, also, can, you can If I can, can, leave if that I can point out undisclosed location, clearly, Gabe, you were at... Uh, an elementary school or a park or something in Munich because I'm seeing nothing but watermelon in the background. Yeah, I know. It's and hilarious. basketball nets. So I will paint the picture. I, I think I can do this without any problem. So, you know, get get flown in to Munich, and it's a it's a quick turn. Where I mean, we're literally, it's a couple days, day and a half. You fly into Munich, first day, and um, have lunch, get briefed, and I think we had, if I recall correctly, you know, when you when you go to Europe, it's like you don't want to sleep right away, even though you you maybe slept four or five hours on a flight. Um, you just have to soldier through it. And it's all about the next day. And in this scenario, I had one full day, which was the day I had with these cars. And so I was able to sleep on the plane and I just went all like I just went all out. I'm like, I'm going to get on a I'm going to get on an electric scooter and just go through Munich and just stay awake for until I you know, until nine o'clock and I'll just crash because that next day with these cars, I wanted to be fresh. So did it, got up early and I, you know, got all my stuff sorted, got on the bus, may have seen a JCW, uh, 2025 (laughs) JCW. Um, and we're, as you can imagine, taken to an undisclosed location just outside of Munich in a street called Zeppelin Strauss hmm. dropped off. We were, uh, we had to hand over our phones. We had to have, uh, I kept my laptop. I had to put a sticker on, yeah, on the camera, the, you know, yada, yada. And, um, we were fed, you know, uh, a couple of things since then I drank enormous amounts of coffee. <clears throat> and, uh, and we walked into a room and we were presented, you know, more or less a number of different things, which I can't talk about. And we were given time, which with I can't, which I can talk about, of course, this many. Um, within that, the scope of that time, like, as you can imagine, you know, with Modern Fall and Bimmer Fall, I'm very focused on both brands. But because of just the gravity of what Minnie's going through in this car, like, I was very focused on this car. I got to the point where, like, I literally sat in the car like I said, and wrote the article that, that you can read on Motor File in the car um, because I wanted to consume every possible like square centimeter of this thing. And I probably have missed a fair amount of what I know in the article because there's so much, but um, that was that was my plan. That's how it has gone off, and that's where we are today. Nice. Here we go. Thanks for sharing. So this is cool. this is the. I'm gonna put next... this up on Wednesday. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> so next, so next Thursday, we're gonna have a lot more. Um, I can't tell you exactly what it's gonna be, but it's gonna unlock some mysteries of the interior of this car, and maybe in the center circle area. Um, and I think that's gonna really, really, really be cool for a lot of people. And then, uh, fast forward oh, quite a while, um, about four and a half weeks and we're going to have everything you want to know. Cool. Super red. 
Now I know I'm, I just want to scoot along. We're almost done, but I I just noticed this is something that I noticed, and I'm curious about it. Is the whole um, the discounts on Mini Coopers starting to start show, show up? Now we already talked about this during Blackroof BlackroofRadio.com. But my question is, I'm seeing an electric Mini parked at a Terrible's uh, filling station, getting a charge. I'm presuming Terrible's being mostly in Las Vegas. Then the next picture down I'm seeing is this same Mini with California plates parked at the Arizona border. So my question is, what flatbed truck company did they use to actually get this car from Vegas to the Arizona border? Uh, that was, uh, what that was actually, did they do to do this? <laughs> that was a photo shoot. That was a photo shoot from, from many, uh, that was their car. And, and well, they had a guy drive it around and write about it. There were lots of pictures all over Vegas too. And you can tell, yeah. I mean, Vegas is very distinctive. It's not yeah. very big. If you've nope. been around the town, you know what's in the it's background. Like, oh wait, I've been there. It's Vegas, yep. Yep. but it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, yep, there's only terribles in Vegas, really. Yeah. What what many what many did, and they continue to do right now, which I think is kind of nice, is is you know they've got a guy who's who writes and he gets these cars and drives them for days and and and, and writes about it essentially. Um, yeah, so I'm that so was curious. legitimately driven. I'm I'm curious how they got it to an Arizona border. Without char- because there's, charge, there's really nothing there. There's no way because it's so. If if let's just say he's in here, it's a hundred miles. Because even the closest you could do would be like Blythe, but this isn't Blythe. I could tell, um, and even so, you have to get it there, and there aren't enough charge points along the way. To One get thing it the, I want to get at the distance. I do want to. I not to change the topic, but Go I the other really way. do want us to talk for a split second about. Yeah how BMW mini recycles entire cars just okay. for us, which is target. a real, which is an amazingly great article. And I'm going to link this one up. So Gabe's going to talk about it for a minute, but really it, you guys need to go back and read it and check out the pictures. Cause it is very, very, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's, it's one of those that like, I, yeah, there, there's a lot of time given to this and, 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 you know, people will read about the discount, you know, electric mini a thousand times over before this, but this yeah. is way cooler in my mind. Uh, so for one, and I'll make this quick, um, BMW recycles cars. So great. Love it. Yeah. They actually, they, they have the ability to recycle 95% of your car right, right now. Right. Like, which is <sighs> insane. Like That's 95% insane. of your car is recyclable. That has been actually uh, a program that they've developed that's been going on since the early nineties. Uh, they've been ahead of this, ahead of anybody in this for a long, long time predominantly because people don't want to let go of their cars. I don't know what they do with them. They recycle their own. But if you're in Germany, for instance, and you are like done with the car, you can drive it, ship it, have somebody take it and have it recycled for free and be able to take it and dispose of it for free. No, um, anybody can do this who has a BMW or mini in Germany. Wow. They're talking about a similar program in the U S but the, incentives and the uh the laws are different nobody requires it necessarily california kind of does but not really in the same way right um but germany is like as you can imagine just on it anyway a couple couple things of note so for one i walk in right away and the one two three the third photo down in that article you can imagine me looking over and looking at that and thinking wait what is that is that I'm like that's a clubman i think and i look closer i'm like <laughs> oh my god that's the original f54 second generation clubman concept mm-hmm. oh, that's the wow. concept car yeah 
that's about to get crushed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so I actually made the photographer take a photo of that. And, and I don't think she was supposed to, but I don't think anybody noticed. And it got posted and I grabbed it before somebody would take it down. That's that's a pretty funny thing to see. Also interesting, just to the right of that, it looks like a 7 Series. That was actually a Rolls-Royce Spectre test mule. That really long, crazy-looking thing? That's a 7 Series, yeah, but they, they had yeah. the Rolls-Royce underneath it. But back to the clubman, so... My immediate question was, okay, guys, like that's, I know what this is. And the thing looks in perfect condition. The tires are shot. Can I, how can I buy that? Can I buy that? <laughs> you know, and, you know, I was like, oh, we don't sell. Like, can I just, because they were just talking about how they, they take wheels off of cars and they sell them, they'll sell them as pre owned accessories at dealers. Sure. sure. Because, you know, they'll test them first, of course, to make sure they're perfect. Right. So my immediate thought was like, can I buy those wheels at the very least? You know, like let let's let's make that happen. Um, no, that was a big nine. That was not gonna that was not gonna <laughs> fly either. I did find out, which made me feel a lot better later, because I asked some folks, um, head of communications in of Mini Germany, and and he did say that there were actually two of those cars made, and that the one that's a driver that is has a full drivetrain in it is saved, and that is. Probably not crushed apparently it's oh, it's it's gonna go to a museum the i think this one exactly i think this one was the one without the interior or anything else in it yeah. um it. just an interesting interesting note it's and funny. then the photo on the top of this of course is a uh it looks like an electric mini right it's got the wheels it's got everything but if you look close very close it's clearly got a gas cap in it yeah and it's a convertible, but it it if you look and there's other photos of it, it even has all the stickers and the wheels of that, um, you know, super rare electric mini convertible. Right. Yeah. So I just like I was like that is if you want to talk about unicorns like that is a unicorn, um, which I thought was also hilarious. There was another electric mini convertible there, um. I also had a, uh, an amazing chance to blow up airbags in an X7. So <laughs> before they crush the car, they have to detonate all right. of the oh, yeah, explosive would, devices, right? yeah. which is awesome. You get <laughs> this, like, I don't know, like 8 by 10 kind of, like, panel of buttons that's tethered to the car. And you just click all the buttons. That's the job. <laughs> and every button, every button blows something up. Nice. <laughs> nice. Like, what more could you want? Nice. That's like a dream job. I want yeah, that it's, job. It's amazing. But all in, like, <laughs> super impressed. Like, the amount of effort that BMW goes to recycle these cars, yeah. it, it's really impressive. And, I mean, they really do recycle them. Like, 95% of it, well, the, the raw material is recycled. It, it's funny because I've gotten into arguments before with people of, of differing opinions about electric cars. And they're like, well, it's going to be a big problem. What are we going to do with all those batteries? I mean, they can't recycle them. I mean, so people have these stupid, like, they, they read something on the Internet and I'm like, listen, we've been making cars in this world since the early 1900s. Have you ever once in your entire short, stupid life figured out <laughs> what you do with any parts of those cars that we've been making since the early 1900s? Yeah. No. Right. No. So I'm no. like, stop it with your stupid argument of electric cars and you can't recycle the batteries. They're bad for the environment. I'm no, like, the BMW does. I they know. They do. They do. But uh, what I'm saying is like people have that attitude of like, oh, we can't go electric because yeah. we... It there's all these unrecycled, like precious 
metals. And I'm like, do you have yeah, any idea what has been in cars since the early 1900s and how many of them are just in landfills right now? <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, I mean, you know, electric cars like pose issues as we know, right. especially some of them. I know like BMW and other manufacturers are focused on, um, you know, non-rare earth uh, materials and, and I think I think there's you know kind of a coming revolution in that as well. So you know, but I, the I point agree. the point of it is like you said is that BMW has been thinking about this for a while and talking about recycling their cars. So the it, it's it's all about sustainability and mm-hmm. long term sustainability. It's it's something that most car places don't think about and they don't yeah. really broadcast and talk about a lot. And it's fascinating. Well, it's one of the reasons they they brought us to this to this place. I mean, it was it was a really really interesting you know, visit that we would never normally go to. Well, and and to, to round this out, bring it back to what we've been talking about, the the new Mini, one of the themes of this new car is the circular uh, economy, right. which the notion of, you know, we're making products out of recycled materials. And oh, by the way, 95%, if not more of this car He's is recycled. fully recyclable. Yeah. So, it's the circular flow of, 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 you know, refuse into a new product and then the new product becoming old and becoming refuse, which then goes into a new product. Yeah. And I remember the first time they started talking about that was when the i3 came out. Yeah. They said, like, this car is 95% recyclable. And that was like, oh, it's got cork dash and all this, you know, all the yeah. cool stuff to it. And so it's something they've been thinking about for a while now because that was years ago. So, yeah. 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 But awesome. I mean, a lot of that, though, cool. awesome. is in this. I mean, you know, the, the, the plastic that the I3, uh, you know, they were using recycled bottles. Mini's going to use that. Uh, the fabric in this, which was a lot of it recycled in the I3, same thing with what we're going to see in the Mini. Um, so a lot of that same thinking is in this car. It's just the next generation. So it's even even further refo- um, refined. There you nice. Go. go check all the stuff out. For sure, check this one out and the, the new Mini stuff, obviously. I'm, both those are going to be linked up in the show notes. And then I'm just going to remind you about the recyclability of BMWs going forward pretty much forever. So you might just want to go and bookmark it. So whenever I mention it, you can just say, okay, DB, I'll just all go open the page. <laughs> <laughs> Make things a lot simpler for us. All right. Awesome. That was a great update, Gabe. Thanks for yeah. embargoing yourself last week and saving it all for us this week. Very, very cool stuff. Let's, yeah. Let's talk pleasure. again soon. Let's talk again soon. Yeah. Well, next next Thursday, there's another big drop. All right, let's uh, let's let's talk about that later. We'll do it offline. Uh, but I guess we're going to go ahead and be done for this time. Does anybody have anything else? No, no, I'm spent. Okay, cool. That means I'm going to go ahead and finish up. I'm going to take up the last minute of your time this afternoon. Thank you ever very much, everybody, for listening. As always, don't forget there's a brand new episode of Black Roof Radio available. You can get that over at blackroofradio.com or you know wherever, however you get there, uh, free. Download it. Knock yourself out. Of course, if you wanted to kick in a couple bucks to help keep White Roof Radio listeners supported, that would be super amazing, awesome. And if you don't, that's totally cool too. You don't even have to. You download it wholly for free, blackroofradio.com. Also, because you guys have been kicking money and also because I guess I'm just insane, Ride Bikes Radio is coming back. New episode in the feed if you guys haven't gotten it yet. Well, that's because there's some feed issues and I'm working through those, but there'll be a new episode of ride bikes radio in your feed soon. There'll be even more coming up soon. I've got Brian Dallas back on board. We've got some really cool stuff planned. It's going to be awesome. Not only that, um, and you guys heard about this on black roof radio as well. 
Hollywood Car Show is back with Fireball Tim. Anybody who enjoyed That's listening cool. to that in the past, and it was always one of my favorite shows to do. Um, we just talk about movies, cars, and cars and movies, and diecast cars. So much fun. HollywoodCarShow.com. Go check that one out as well. And then, obviously, go over to MotoringStripes.com because you need um, – I bet you still need the the, the pride the, the pride badge. I'm Bet you you didn't buy the pride badge when we talked about that two weeks ago. So go over to motoringbadges.com and buy the pride badge already. Good grief. And Todd, I need to talk to you about stripes. Okay. <laughs> I'm your guy. And then, of course, Detroit Tuned. Chad's not here this week, but we love Chad. And you guys always need to go check out what he's got over at DetroitTuned.com. And, of course, if you're five hours from a shop, you're excusing them anyway. And then all the OG sponsors. If you guys are looking for anything, first of all, news. You have to go to motoringfile.com, period. Just go to motoringfile.com. Stop going to the other websites that Google feeds you. No, they're wrong, and they're wrong because they're all copying from Gabe because Gabe's like one of the only ones that actually gets direct access to everybody at the corporate office for BMW. Nobody else gets that. The guys at Jalopnik don't get that anymore. They might, but I doubt it. Uh, Nobody else gets that. Do they? Not usually. Not usually. Gabe's one of the few that still gets that kind of access. Motoringfile.com, bimmerfile.com too, duh. Um, just do that, right? And then onmotoring.com, Craven Speed, Detroit Tuned. You don't need anything else. Done and done. Stop following those stupid links that you're seeing on Facebook. Those are dumb. Don't do that. Stop using Facebook. That's dumb. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Boom. I'm anti-algorithm. Anti-algorithm. Anyway, that's it for this week, gang. Thanks very much for listening. We do appreciate it, but this is the part of the show where... I like to make the funny clicking sound, and then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback, whiteroofradio.com. And until next time, gang, this is DB. Mom, done. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.